ladies and gentlemen, and EKN Nation. Now, welcome back to another edition of This Weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. This is the 24th episode of our This Weekend Carding. It's uh, June the 15th, Monday, starting a new week here. And we know that so much racing actually is, is getting rolling around the country, which is absolutely fantastic. Supercarts USA getting a, an event in this past weekend, their first Pro Kart Challenge race since the start of the season. Uh, the California Rock Championship's coming up. We've got the FC. We've got a lot of series getting ready to rock. Club racing getting going. The Buckeye Karting Challenge is going again. We had a chance to talk with Scott Smith from that program. Just nice to see racing really getting going in so many different states around the country. Up in Canada here as well. Some events getting rolling. Both Hamilton and Goodwood. I mean, Mostport actually getting one of their events in. So exciting to get these things going. This is This Week in Carding. It's the podcast that we do that essentially brings all the news that we post to the homepage on eCardingNews.com. We grab those tidbits, jam it into a podcast, perfect for your morning or afternoon commute to work. Great for if you're working on the cart out in the garage, kind of bring you up to speed on everything that's happening. If you're not already a, a subscriber, you don't haven't downloaded the EK and Radio Network app, get that done. That will give you the opportunity to hear all the content streaming first 24-7. And of course, at that point, we turn it in to a podcast. Today's uh, episode of This Week in Karting brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing, where they have everything you need to go racing from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the racetrack. You can rely on them to get you the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. All right, David Cole, um, not quite, uh, just maybe two weeks. May 29th was the last time that we did one of our This Week in Karting shows. Uh, episode 23, it's now, of course, about a little over two weeks from then. Uh, for the most part, these shows have been all about updating people on the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic, how it shut down the sport, you know, but nicely... Uh, we're kind of start. We're, we're talking not even just about things getting going, David. We're talking about things having gotten going. We've got racing happening around the country. Gotten going. Gotten I like going. that. <laughs> and you know what? I'm a little disappointed, Rob. You know, you 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 tease the idea of doing this online and doing it a Facebook Live. So I got a haircut today. Yeah, I was all right. I was all ready to. I'm all ready to go to be on camera for the first time. Since we've done, we've been away for the COVID nineteen <laughs> pandemic, and now you you turn this into a, just a normal podcast. I'm I'm kind of upset. I'm a little disappointed, but you know it's better off that people don't look and see me on camera. Well, I wondered if it was just you and I just talking about what was going on. Might not be the most exciting thing. Now, to be honest, to, well, I guess if you watch sports shows on 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 TV, you know, for the last three months, all the sports anchors have been at home you know, on their home cameras at home, but at least they've had some clips to use as opposed to just a couple of talking heads for an hour. Uh, so I wasn't quite sure how to do it. So Well, the great thing about this weekend, I will say, is we got to watch actual golf, live golf yeah. on television, got to see a real tournament, not a, not a previously taped recorded uh, event, but live tournament and a lot of drama there. That was, that was actually interesting and, and exciting to watch. So, that's uh, that's kind of getting the the competitive juices flowing to uh, to get trackside and, and see actual races happening and and as you mentioned you know there was a number of events this past weekend for all the way from club to regional programs and some some of the prominent ones as you said California Pro Kart Challenge got underway uh, yep. Buckeye Karting Challenge uh, opened up its season uh, Canada is getting actual race events underway I mean just. You know, lots of events coming up this weekend as well. So it's it's great to see that uh, that people are are getting back to where they want to be, which is the kart track. Yeah, big thank you again to those of you who have supported the industry through eCardingNews.com and our hashtag support karting program. A, a number of you have bought the t-shirts, of course, the shirts that we're selling at eCardingNews.com slash store. 100% of the the uh, net profit going straight to uh, uh, to the EKN partners in the industry. We thank you so much for that because, of course, during this three months, especially over the first, I think, couple of months of it, people, we, nobody knew what was happening. When are we going to go racing? Are we going to be even able to go racing? Thankfully, some people stepped up, ordered tires, parts, whatever it may be from their local shop, the people that take care of them week in and week out, make sure the money was still coming through those shops. And now that we're racing again, consumables, people are going through tires, whatever it may be. 
industry starting to go again. And I know that the shop, the shops uh, who are going again, getting back to the racetrack are obviously, obviously extremely exci- excited, David, because money starting to come back in, you know, they've been trying to find cash to pay rent, the mortgage, whatever it may be, right. To, to keep the doors open. So again, thank you to those of you who have bought the, the support carding t-shirts. They're still for sale. We did a second run of shirts. We sold uh, uh, enough to get the second run in. Those are all available now. So if you haven't bought one yet, go to ecardinews.com slash store. And once again, once you get the shirts, hop on social media, take a picture of yourself, you and your family, whatever it may be, put it up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you decide to use. Tag ecarding news so we see it. You have to tag it so we see it and use the hashtag support carding uh, hashtag there. And we'll uh, we'll give some more prizes out. We'll do another one later on this week. We'll give another prize package out. Caleb Gaffera actually winning the first one. Um, we pulled his name out of it. So... Uh, everybody else will get a chance to win uh, in the moment. We'll probably do it on Thursday, I think. So that's we'll get another one going. More sales happening, but thank you so much for people that have been supporting it. Yeah, it's been really good to uh, to see. I actually saw some photos of people at the racetrack this weekend actually wearing those shirts, so it was that's good awesome. to see that. That's super awesome. All right, folks, quick little break here to get things underway. Episode 24 of This Weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. Stay with us. When we get back, we will talk a lot about revised schedule, not so much racing yet. Once David and I do get trackside, we'll be able to have our uh, another debrief. We haven't had a debrief in so in so many uh, so many months. Looking forward to getting back to actual the racetrack so we can talk about on-track action. But we do have uh, three events, uh, actually uh, two events in a series We'll update you on a little bit with uh, with what they've done in terms of postponement and or rescheduling. So stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Club racing has been taken to a new level in the Cincinnati area. The Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati is proud to present the Pro-Am Karting Championship, a four-event series from June to October that will serve an area of southwest Ohio, eastern Indiana, and northern Kentucky. The Pro-Am Karting Championship will provide categories based around the IAMI and Briggs & Stratton engine programs. Utilizing the Supercarts USA rules and partnering up with the Margate Ignite Karting Program, Pro-Am Karting Championship has something for new drivers and those experienced racers as well. Our revised schedule includes the following dates. June 21st, August 22nd, September 18th, and October 31st. Make sure to head to mccproamcarding.com to learn more about this exciting new club racing program. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. The air-cooled 60cc Swift engine for micro and mini drivers provide the foundation for future lifelong IAMI drivers. The incredible IAMI X30 power plant for junior, senior, and master's drivers has provided stability in our sport since 2014 and remains one of the most dependable engine packages today. In between is the KA100 engine, which is perfect for club programs and is quickly becoming the most competitive division at the national level. IAMI is the spec two-cycle power plant for the Supercarts USA Winter Series and Pro Tour, as well as the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Championship, and many more programs throughout the eastern half of the U.S. IAMI East in Mooresville, North Carolina, is the official distribution center to provide dealers and customers with fast and friendly service for all your IAMI needs. For more information, head to IAMIUSA.com. Miami, the heart of cart. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 24 of This Week in Karting. It's Monday, June the 15th, as we record this uh, this podcast. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Now, David, here's the one of the, you know, obviously one of the interesting things that's going on this year in the sport. It's actually a huge positive because there are still races going on. This particular one, though, for, for you, its own unique circumstances, having to get postponed. But David, the repaving and like essentially rebuilding of the cart track at Charlotte Motor Speedway, a facility that was, uh, you know, part really part of the history of the sport with some amazing events, North American Karting Championships, the 1998 Formula C World Championships, a number of of top drivers, uh, you know, professional drivers like uh, Fernando Alonso and Jensen Button and Kimi Räikkönen. Uh, these drivers came and, and ran at Charlotte for those big races. 
they repaved it. The WK has got a bunch of races going on there. Uh, Rock Cup's going to be there as well. But uh, the news that we have here to start with, the U.S. Rotax Grand Nationals, which we're going to come back and be at that event on July the 2nd to the 5th. It would have been about three weeks from now. They've actually elected to postpone that race. It was actually going to be our return trackside. Uh, that was going to be the date. That's That was, has been the date that uh, we were kind of craving for. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they are going to have, they are postponing the event, um, international travel, obviously being one of the factors, uh, along with a, a few other things, uh, you know, with, with the Rotax max challenge grand final tickets on the line, uh, it, it limits, uh, the amount of international drivers they can have because of the, uh, international travel band as of right now. So, uh, so that, and not to mention just competitors, but also staff, there's people from Austria that, uh, we're not going to be able to be there. So it's, um, it's, it's kind of a, a good move, uh, in a way for, in, in terms of that, because we, we obviously we've seen a lot of, uh, events getting slammed, uh, into July. So, but that was going to be the kickoff to it, at least for, uh, for Ecan trackside live. And so it, it's kind of a disappointment, but, uh, we understand, you know, obviously during this time, you know, we're, we're going to see a number of things changing and, and this was one of them. Yeah, you and I were both going to be able to be there. I had at one point thought I wasn't going to be able to be there because of the road to Indy being at the uh, the Indy the IndyCar Brickyard weekend at IMS, but that actually didn't happen. That's been moved as well. IndyCar, or rather, road to Indy not starting until the following week at Road America. So I would have been able to be there with you as well, which would have been great. But I think the unique part of it, even though it was the Rotex Grand Nationals, David, in talking to Justin Stefani, they had uh, they were able to secure tickets. It was going to be an international event, the first international event of the year. People from all over the world could have come and run that race to be able. They were international tickets, not just national tickets. So that was it. You can't give out international tickets when people can't even get to the track, as you said, without it, without the international travel. So uh, at this point, they're looking, I believe, David, at a potential date, provisional date in September. Is that the key? Yeah, we're going to hear something uh, in the next uh, 24, 48 hours regarding oh, okay. that event. So uh, we'll get uh, a confirmed date. But uh, provisionally, what we have heard was September. Uh, so we don't know the exact date. Uh, uh, but uh, that information is going to be coming. And uh, so drivers will be able to take advantage of uh, of the U.S. Rotex Grand Nationals to, uh, as we said, hopefully, you know, international travel should be should be a little bit more broader and, and welcomed, uh, during that time. And, and so we should see a, a big event. Uh, it'll probably be what I believe the fourth different event that'll be competing at the Charlotte motor speedway by that time. So, uh, it, it's obviously there's going to be plenty of options for people to take part at the, uh, the, as you said, the newly repaved, uh, circuit and, and allow people that the, the opportunity to win, uh, tickets to the road tax max challenge grand finals, which we have, uh, learned was not going to be in 2020. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's the next bit of information here staying with the Rotax brand. Um initially the race the the Rotax Grand Challenge Grand Finals for 2020 was scheduled for November 7th to the 14th in Bahrain. That's actually been moved as well into the start of 2021. So really I think David the first like the first 2020 event we've seen moved actually into 2021 now as January the 23rd to the 30th Back at Porto Mayo, Portugal, so they're not going to go back to Bahrain. Not only is it a, a rescheduling, but it's a relocation as well. Instead of being in Bahrain, it'll be Porto Mayo, Portugal. That the facility actually has held three different grand finals, 2012, 2015, and 2017. You and I actually traveling to one of those in 2012. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big move, and that kind of opens things up, I think, for all the other countries, David, to be able to get their drivers, you know, because we don't know how things are opening up. A perfect example is moving the Rotax Grand Nationals into September. This allows everybody to move their dates for the actual qualification to the national teams before the Grand Finals later in the year. And then, of course, at that point, they get lots of time to be able to put things together to, to, uh, to schedule a trip over to Portugal. Yeah, it's different per country. We're seeing a lot, you know, racing going on in different areas. Uh, Italy being the, the center point to the hub of, of European karting, uh, it's just now getting back to where people are able to test. Uh, we saw a number of individuals at the South Garda karting facility, including uh, Charles Leclerc of uh, F1 and the, uh, yeah. the CL chassis, uh, actually there this past week. So, they're, you know, again, 
everything's slowly opening up. You know, we're we're just in the same boat. We're actually seeing more local races that we see, we're seeing, but but the type of events and programs that that are going to be providing tickets to the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals might not even get started until August. So you you're thinking August, September, October. That's only three months until November, and and what the original date for the the grand finals was going to be. So it's it's kind of a smart move. It's not the first time that they have actually held the grand finals the the uh, the following year of that season. I believe it was two thousand and four. I believe something. I believe the trip to Malaysia was actually in January of the following year. So it was. You know, everybody earned their tickets in, in 2004, but it was actually 2005 that uh, that the grand finals were held. So um, I'll have to, I'll, you know, obviously I'll, I'll look back at, at my notes on that, but uh, it's not the first time. So uh, and again, it's not going to be, you know, we've talked about the the Can-Am four cycle event up in Canada. They, they've yeah. moved over to 2021. So, you know, some of these types of events are, you know, they need a little bit more time or just don't have the the capacity or as we said, even the travel, the travel bans being in place don't have the opportunity to be held at this current time or in the near future. So it's, it's better to, to postpone it to, to a later date. And I think this will be, you know, again, it gives everybody an opportunity to go out and grab those tickets and, and be part of what is the Olympics of karting. And it's also more than six months down the line, right? We're not, you know, we're only in the middle of June here. We're talking that, that race at the end of January. So seven months uh, still with an opportunity for people to kind of get a, you know, just for the whole coronavirus program to get, kind of get, uh, to get locked down. I know that uh, up here in Canada, at least we're doing a tremendous job. I think we had less than 350 new cases yesterday. It's really starting to get locked down here in Canada. The same in a lot of areas in the U S some getting a little up, up, uprise again, not surprising as we open back up a little bit, but yeah, a lot more time for things to get handled. And of course, as you said, international travel being the primary issue. David, we had uh, Mark Coates and Tim Coyan from the USPKS and the Route 66 series join us a couple of weeks ago uh, on our face-to-face on, on eCarding News. Route 66 has now announced the location for their third event for their uh, for their revised 2020 schedule. Yeah, they've uh, <clears throat> they're going to be getting underway here Fourth uh, of July weekend at the SeaTech Manufacturing Motorplex at Road America. That's going to be their opening round. Uh, they moved, they announced the Wolf Paving Raceway in Dowsman, Wisconsin on August 28th through the 30th, but they had their two final events as a to be announced. Well, they've confirmed that third event and location. It's going to be at the Cart Circuit Autobahn at Autobahn Country Club in uh, Joliet, Illinois. That's going to be the third location. It'll be on September 25th through the 27th. So an, a, a facility that was on the schedule originally as a, uh, Obviously, Illinois was one of those states that has been uh, slow, one of the slower ones to, uh, yeah. to to try and get back to normal. A lot of uh, different guidelines and, and stay at home orders still being uh, in, imposed in that state. Uh, but that circuit now is getting back to, to racing. They've, uh, I believe, in the last couple of weeks have had events there with uh, with members and and even uh, Margay Ignite program uh, racing there as well. So, uh, so racing's back in uh, in Illinois, at least at the Autobahn Country Club, and uh, that will be the third uh, site for the Route 66 Sprint Series. Yeah, great to see these dates uh, obviously getting locked in, and uh, everybody getting an opportunity to head to the Kart Circuit Autobahn. Looks like a fantastic facility that they've been able to uh, to put there at that uh, that member track. So, okay. Let's jump into commercial break number two, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this week in karting, the episode 24 brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. Head to www.shopakr.com. When we get back after this quick little uh, break, we're going to talk about the Sunshine State Karting Challenge. We'll hit up a little bit about Briggs and Stratton, and we'll wrap things up talking about the USAC Karting Elkhart River Walk Grand Prix. Stay tuned, and we'll be back after this break. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Cart Sport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. 
Whether you'd like to find the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Cart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Northeast Carters have one place to measure themselves against the best in the area, the F-Series. 2020 marks the program's 10th year of karting competition, promoting the competitive Gear Up Challenge and the state championship. The program urges anyone excited about kart racing to join them for an enjoyable and challenging experience. New to the sport or a veteran of kart racing, the F-Series is the place to race. This year's Gear Up F-Series Challenge program launches on June the 26th to the 28th at the New York Race Complex, located just outside Morristown, New York. The series visits X1 Outdoors in August and completes the 2020 season at the New Jersey Motorsports Park in September. Eight categories are on deck for the 2020 program, ranging from Cadet to Shifter, welcoming Rock Cup USA, IAMI, Rotax, X125 and KZ power plants. All carts compete on the LeConte tire, one of the most successful brands throughout the world. Head to fseries.com to learn more about the 2020 program. The F Series, the definition of competition. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 24 of This Week in Karting, today presented by Acceleration Kart Racing. Uh, Rob Howden alongside David Cole. David, uh, let's uh, let's go south to Florida right now. Florida's been kind of an interesting uh, state in terms of what has opened up, what has not opened up down there. But good news coming uh, out of the program, out of the state. The Sunshine State Karting Challenge is gearing back up for their 2020 opener, getting ready to start in about 10 days' time. Not this week, but the following week at Anderson Race Park, uh, just south of Tampa. Yeah, registration has been open for uh, for that event. Uh, that's going to kick off their four-event program that they have scheduled for the 2020 season. Again, uh, still keeping with the four events as they were originally uh, scheduled to. Obviously, some dates are going to be moved around, and and the remaining three dates haven't even been announced. They do, they do know they're going to be racing at Orlando Kart Center, the Ocala Grand Prix facility, and AMR Motorplex, but the dates are still to be determined because, again, they're – they're trying to position themselves around the national schedule, position themselves around local schedules. Uh, that's kind of the the, uh, the struggle with some regional programs who are who are trying to feed from both ends of uh, of the pyramid there and yeah. and try not to step on people's toes. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's a program that's going to be having four events, so they they do know that it's just a matter of penciling in the the right events at the right time and and right locations as well. Because again, some of these tracks are still just now getting into uh, to uh, testing situations, such as AMR and and I believe Ocala uh, are still just testing. Uh, Orlando Kart Center is ha- actually having races along with Anderson Race Park. So, so two of the four tracks are are pretty much open. The other two are still trying to catch up uh, with the uh, with the rest of the state. And it, that's the one thing about Florida; it's kind of been uh, depending on what area you're in is uh, how things are opening, as we saw with NASCAR actually having fans for the first time uh, this weekend at Homestead, Miami. So uh, very interesting is the state of Florida, as always. Uh, But this year's program, the Sunshine State Karting Challenge, is going to have your typical IAMI categories with Micro, Mini, X30 Junior, X30 Senior, K100 Junior and Senior, along with Briggs Junior, Senior and Heavy. And then they're going to have Open Shifter and a Rock Shifter category for, for this season. So a number of categories uh, for the uh, competitors who uh, take take part in the uh, state of Florida. Sticking with Florida and speaking of having the fans there at the cup race at, at Homestead Miami Speedway on the weekend, of course, they brought a bunch of the military families and I think a thousand families came in to be part, uh, get a chance to kind of watch that race, although it was a little little rough with the rain that did come in. But let's give a shout out to our boy uh, Xander Clements. Um, David got a chance uh, through the track, of course, works down there at AMR uh, Motor Plus got a chance to be the PA announcer for the event uh, on Sunday. Of course, long we were thinking about how long of a day it was for him with the with the rain delay that they had, but pretty cool to see Xander get a chance to get on the PA at, at, a, at a cup race. 
He's got the endurance. He's young. He's he He's has young. that. He can he can wait out the rain as much as he can. But yeah, it was really cool to see him uh, being able to do that. I wish we could have been able to hear a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, he did show share some clips of him talking and and his views and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, really cool to see Xander uh, kind of uh, you know spread his wings a little bit and get the opportunities that are presented to him. And uh, you know, certainly working at the uh, AMR Motorplex uh, certainly helped. Uh, kind of kind of get uh put him in that position yeah facilitate the opportunity right that he was mm-hmm. actually there but of course man just uh, listen the guys xander's a hell of an announcer there's no doubt about that got a great voice and a great cadence and uh yeah to be able to see him just the, the bit that he put up on social i thought was really really cool for sure uh david let's jump into the briggs and stratton racing program uh their weekly racing series uh we had an awesome opportunity to kind of introduce dan roach to the uh to the ekn nation through our face-to-face uh, broadcast. And those of you who are listening here on the podcast as well, remember all of our face-to-face shows available either on, on our video section of our Facebook page or are all on our YouTube channel as well. If you haven't subscribed to the ecardinews.com YouTube channel, do that ASAP. We'd love to have you log on there. We're going to do a lot more video throughout the 2020 season and then forward into the future. So that'll be one of the things we're really going to start working on. So if you're not already a subscriber on our YouTube channel, do that. But David, uh, Briggs and Stratton always stepping things up. The the weekly racing series, tons of prizes lined up. Uh, I'll let you go through the lineup a little bit here. Yeah, again, the program is going to be uh, recognizing three different categories. You have the uh, the U.S. Senior Slash Master category along with the Canadian Senior Slash Master category. And then they combine the junior drivers for both the United States and Canada. So three different categories for the Briggs and Stratton weekly racing series. This year, they're kind of expanding the uh, the number of prizes that are going to be handed out, uh, welcoming in some different companies. Uh, typically, it's been Briggs and Stratton products that have been uh, doled out, along with some 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 minor gifts and and prizes from other companies. But this year, they're going big. Uh, they got the support of RLV again, once again this year, who is uh, the uh, distributor for the VLR chassis. And each driver who, who finishes the season first in their category is going to receive a brand new VLR chassis to them. So uh, obviously a, a big prize this year going out to uh, those winners uh, who, who finish first. Again, from 30 to 40 different racetracks across North America, all kind of competing against each other from their clubs and going clubs versus club. Uh, a very interesting program to see and a great prize being uh, offered up by RLV once again. No doubt about that. Uh, Cartlift, which uh, Cartlift rather coming on board as well. New owner Ted, Ted Fashing uh, has decided to work with uh, Briggs and Stratton here in 2020. Second and third place uh, in the in the standings get a, a Cartlift winch lift cart stand, which is pretty solid. Briggs and Stratton, though, David stepping in again with their inverter generator, fourth to eighth. Man, like just you just keep going through the order. Ninth and tenth in the championships, a $200 gift card from Franklin Motorsports. Just a ton of stuff. Almost $59,000 worth of prizes being doled out in 2020. What a what a great program. You and I are big supporters of it. Allows club drivers all over, you know, all over the country and Canada, Canada and the US a chance to kind of go head to head to each other. Even though they're not, you know, racing wheel to wheel, the whole championship they are kind of kind of racing against each other, which is great. Yeah, a total of uh, almost 59,000 in prizes as you said. Uh the kit program essentially kicked off June 6. That's uh is because of the COVID-19 uh, things were a little bit delayed with the with the launch of the actual events that we're going to count for this year. So June 6 was the official kickoff weekend for the program. Uh, so now we're two weekends into the program. I'm sure once we uh, we start getting results uh, turned in over the, probably by the end of the month, we'll start seeing some uh, some early standings uh, for each of the categories. Yeah, it'll be good to see who's getting racing and who's getting rolling. Of course, Canada, as I said, just getting going as well. Um, let's have a look at the at the guys in the USAC karting crew because uh, obviously their first uh, I think order of business was to kind of make sure that the battle at the brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was going to be able to get uh, located where they needed to. They had to actually move it from the date that they had originally scheduled, so it's now at the end of July. The next step, David, was to to try to you know lock down a, an available date for the Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix sponsored by Thor Industries. That's a tough one. Obviously, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you've got the calendar, sit down with Doug Bowles and kind of figure out where you can lock it in. But when you're dealing with having a street race somewhere, you know, I, I think that's a little bit tougher. But uh, kudos to them. 
It was scheduled for August. They end up going September 25th and 26th. So they are able to get that race in. And it, it's been a really great addition to, to karting. I, I would say an addition, but I guess it's kind of a return, right? Because the because the old uh, you know Elkhart Grand Prix, if anybody was around in the 80s and, and early 90s, it was kind of one of those, those big races. Uh, but for them to be able to get a date in, in late September, I think is good to keep keep the continuity of that, that particular event. You don't want to see an event like that go away. Yeah, it was a revival of of what the uh, Elkhart Late Grand Prix or Elkhart Grand Prix was. Um, I'm thinking Wisconsin Elkhart. That's what I always do. I know. I know. Um, Yeah, and 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 as you said, you know, the state of Indiana was one of those states that kind of opened early. Obviously, me being here in Michigan, we heard a number of stories of people driving down to Michigan even to get haircuts and and nails done and stuff like that. So, um, I think that you get your nails done, Dave. I did, did not. No, done? no. Oh, but okay. I did get a haircut today at my at my regular barber. So that was good. I'm happy for you. That, uh, you, you, must have, you had to pay them extra for that. I wonder if they're are they charging extra because you get a lot of hair going on, dude. No, they don't charge extra, but you do tip a little extra. So good, man. Good. For um, you. The uh, but yeah, so to be able to since the state's open already, I obviously they they've had some concerns about certain situations and we and who knows what you know, different guidelines will be for the state, uh, when September rolls around, but, but it's kind of good because August was going to be a busy month for Indiana. So I think, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, the Indianapolis 500 being moved to August, it's it. And then obviously the, the, um, brick battle, the brickyard for, for USAC carding itself at the beginning of August, it, it was kind of going to be a, a very busy August for a lot of people in Indiana. So I think it's a good idea to, to move it into September, uh, it'll provide some earlier night racing because as we saw, they, uh, they did some night racing. So, uh, they'll be able to, uh, to start that earlier and be under the lights quicker, uh, with the later, uh, earlier sunrise or sunset. And, yeah, and I, you know, I've already seen, they're going to do the cornhole tournament, $5,000 to win that still. And it, it's, I know I, if, if I was a mechanic for anybody going there, I would be like, yeah, I don't care about your car. I'm going to go win this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so thankfully you know again it's in the state of indiana they're able to, to they're moving forward there a lot quicker than some of the other states in the in the surrounding area so we'll uh we'll see what happens but it's a good it's a good move and uh hopefully it works out great for usac and the uh, city of elkhart again the date there for the thor industries elkhart riverwalk grand prix a september 25th and 26th all right one final break folks here on the ekn radio network when we get back for this edition of this week in carding we'll kind of give you an update on what's going on on ecardingnews.com what kind of editorial we've cranked up what podcasts are now available if you haven't downloaded the podcast we'll talk about what we did on the ekn radio network and give you kind of a little bit of an update on the stuff that's coming up in the coming days here on EK. Stay with us, folks. A little bit more to come when we wrap up this edition of This Week in Carding. It was the biggest Briggs & Stratton 206 race of 2019, and you're not going to want to miss the 2020 edition. The third running of the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals welcomed over 280 entries spread over eight Briggs 206 categories for all ages. And this year's finale will surely top 300 entries from the U.S., Canada, and beyond. Be part of history with the Cup Carts North American Grand Nationals 4 are held on October 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Newcastle Motorsports Park in Indiana. Another record-breaking entry total is expected with drivers from all over North America set to take part in this year's event. From club competitors to international stars, the fields in each class will be stacked with talent. Gear up for this year's Grand Nationals by following the Champions Cup program from Cup Carts North America. The regional traveling series visits grassroots facilities throughout the Great Lakes and Midwest area. Visit cupcarts.com for more about the Champions Cup program and updates regarding the Grand Nationals 4. Be part of something special. Be part of the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, 
the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to This Week in Karting, brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole as we uh, bring you another update of what's been going on in the sport. Again, This Week in Karting, essentially the audio version of everything that arrives on the homepage at ekartingnews.com. If you're not going there every morning, that's what you should be doing. Have a coffee in the morning, check out eKarting News, find out what's going on. Make sure to follow all our social media and, of course, uh, if you have not downloaded the EKN Radio Network app, do that as well. It's the, uh, the the opening opportunity to be able to listen to any of the audio content that we put out. Of course, our face-to-face shows we've been doing on Facebook, we're putting them up on YouTube, and then turning them in to an audio podcast as well. All right, David, let's take this opportunity to cap off the show talking about what we've kind of had coming out on EKN. We've been cranking out a bunch of editorial these last three months, right? It's been audio. It's been video. We've had a bunch of articles on the website as well. One of the cool ones that we got together on, we had actually, you and I had a conference call with the good folks out at the Motorsport Park Hastings uh, out in Nebraska. And it's, you know, that was a great article. You did a great job with that because when you think of motorsports in Nebraska, I think most people think, uh, you know, dirt, sprint cars, Mimka modifieds, uh, dirt karting, whatever it may be. Mimka modifieds. Ooh. Pull that out for you. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Oh, now I really want to get to the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love my man. Dirt modified racing. Love that. Um, but they built this badass place out in, out in Hastings. It was, you know, it was good. It's a car track, but you know, the opportunity to put carts there, they changed the track around a little bit and they've got a really burgeoning Margate night program out there, which I think is really exciting. Yeah. The, I think that's kind of helped the, uh, the connection they're making uh, with the Margate night karting program. They've been able to develop, you know, again, if you have a spec package, it makes it so much easier for, for new people into this, to get new people into the sport. You just say, here, this is what we're racing. You jump in it and you go. And, and it's really kicking off there. They, they, they've slowly getting numbers. I think they're up to at least 30 or 35 racers now that, uh, they're, that they're starting to see in over a year and a half of, of, of working with Margay. But yeah, just a small one, 1.1 mile track, not small, but, uh, <laughs> well, it's, no. it's half of what the, uh, the car track is. So it's, it's, it. it's a smaller uh, circuit layout that, uh, that they utilize for the carts. Uh, but yeah, it's just a, a great time. You know, they, they, they do, they're going to be doing about, I believe it was six to eight events on the year, depending on obviously weather. And, and they were trying to get through the COVID as well. It's when we, when we were sp- speaking with them. Uh, but yeah, really cool program. You know, again, we've talked to them. They said it's basically a country club in the middle of the country, you know, for motorsports. You know, they have uh, different amenities for for people to to actually live at the facility. You know, they yeah. have those uh, garage condos that they have built uh, that they can that they're building and can continue to build around the facility. They have RV hookups, garages, all all everything you need at, at a race facility and. And so they're looking to, to, to make it a, uh, a really a crown jewel for a, the, uh, the center of the United States. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's awesome to be able to have a track there that kind of connects that east and west a little bit. I, I'm looking forward to potentially getting out there sometime, maybe get on a road trip to see a bunch of tracks and maybe heading west, uh, make sure we stop in at Hastings to check it out. Dave, you also put an article together talking with you and Jeffrey from CRG. And, you know, every time depending on where we go every once in a while we like to see if we can't get into an indoor track or into some rental cart somewhere right and uh, i had a chance to, to do some driving it's at speedway indoor karting in in speedway indiana sarah fisher's place and you know they've got the crg uh the carts the there the centurion rental carts and that's one of the that's you put an article together about what crg's done with their rental cart program and man they they're uh, they're delivering carts all over the place right now because there's a number of new tracks that have picked up new rental carts. And we talk all the time about how good that is for the sport, bringing people from the public into a, a race rental cart 
which again can then lead the way for, for them to potentially get into a competition card as well. What was interesting for me doing the article was how much history they have already had with the rental cart program. It's it's something that you you know when you think of of carting, you don't think of the rental side of of the business and they've been in it for, for a long time and, and they've taken the right steps to, to make sure, you know, obviously that what they learn on the, on the competition side of things, they can transfer over to yeah. the rental cart, but also the safety impact of, of, uh, being able to, to follow the right standards and being testing and getting certified and, and all the safety aspects of the, uh, of the rental carts that you need to make sure are obviously in that, in that, uh, capacity, you know, you safety is number one. Uh, you know, as with, as with all racing now today, but really with that rental program, because you have hundreds of different people going through, <laughs> through the, uh, the carts at a different facility, uh, each day. So, so that's definitely one of the key aspects with, with rental carts. And that was a really cool, you know, just a look and, and kind of review of that. And, and they're really expanding worldwide with the, uh, with the CRG rental carts and, and with you and behind it, it's definitely going to be growing, uh, throughout throughout the world. Uh, he's got a number of different, uh, representatives, uh, that are, that are helping to expand it ac across the globe. And, and he's obviously here working with the United States, uh, tracks and, and facilities, both indoor and outdoor. As we said, we yeah. talked about, uh, the Sarah Fisher there, they have their indoor stuff, but they're also using the, uh, the outdoor at uh, Whiteland raceway park. You know, you got Lone Star cart park in Texas that are utilizing it. Uh, GoPro Motorplex Autobahn Country Club with the uh, Kurt Circuit Autobahn track. So a number of places uh, that are are adding the uh, the CRG brand, not only on the competition side, but for the rental carts as well. Indeed, I talk about the fact we've cranked a lot of uh, a lot of content recently. A lot of podcasts uh, are now available as well for download on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, what else? Spotify, Podbean, a number of different podcast outlets that you can go subscribe make sure if you if you do subscribe do us a favor and leave us a review uh that on, on the on the content that would be great as well but david we cranked out a bunch of stuff as we said may uh, may 29th about uh, two weeks ago we had a our 23rd edition of this week in carding we've also been really going to work on our face-to-face -face shows on facebook we've been trying to do like two a week we've got a couple more coming this week here as well we had a chance to talk to as i said to tim coyne and mark coates from the united states pro card series and the Route 66 Sprint Series, Episode 12, we talked to Marco Oldoffer. He was actually up at New York Race Complex uh, all by himself getting ready to go. And it was interesting because, David, you know, of course, he runs the Gear Up F-Series and was kind of really wondering, well, you know, we're going to be able to go racing. Well, indeed, F-Series is going racing. They've got things locked and loaded. Their first race, I think, is just a week and a half away as well, correct? Yeah, next weekend will be, uh, I believe, 26th, 27th will be their uh their, their opening event of 2020. So yeah, they're up and going. Uh, so again, that's what we're seeing here and there. We talked in on episode 13 with uh, uh, DJ Ortiz of North Texas Carters and uh, Sean Bela from the uh, Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Both their programs are getting going. Obviously, North Texas Carters have gotten a couple of events under their belts. Uh, and then Bela there in Cincinnati is getting the, uh, the Pro-Am Karting Championship uh, underway here at uh, next weekend as well too. David's still rocking on the EKN Radio Network here, folks. Of course, you're now tuning in to listen to this edition of This Week in Karting, but uh, also running on there, the interview with Coates and, and, and Coyne for USPKS. We also did an interview with Mike Smith from Cal Speed Karting. I think super huge for SoCal Karting to get kind of that hub, because Cal Speed really is the hub of, of karting in Southern California right now with both the LAKC and the Tri-C Carters program. They're getting rolling again, so we had a really good yep. talk with Mike Smith about what's going on. You're going to have that on the radio network as well. But playing today, well, yeah, playing today is the Buckeye Carding Challenge. That's playing actually right now as we're recording yeah. this. Uh, so we had a good talk with Scott Smith. Their their program opened up as we said this past weekend. So a number of big numbers there uh, yeah. for I believe I think they got up to a hundred. So a uh, hundred carts for for their opener. That's, uh, awesome. but, That's great. But yeah, we got uh, so we'll we'll have a lot of that playing this week. Uh, We'll see if we can pull up another happy hour with Howden maybe uh, coming up. <laughs> that last one was wild from the Supernats. Was yeah. awesome to hear. And then, uh, and then we'll we do. Sound pretty young. We do, we do. Well, I think we were skinnier too at that time. So you know, I don't think I was. I think I'm skinnier than I was. <laughs> you, on the other hand, no, you're a lot fatter. Well, actually, you know, during that time, I was getting fatter as the days were going on, and then now I've kind of gotten back down. So, but <laughs> Good for you. but I am older. 
Uh, and then we'll, we'll uh, probably this weekend, we'll probably play uh, last year's USBKS program from uh, GoPro Motorplex because that was uh, basically a year ago from this weekend, Father's Day yeah. weekend. Uh, so we'll probably replay that uh, for, for those who uh, enjoy their United States Pro Kart Series events getting replayed. So we'll rewind to that. Uh, and again, if you have any, any, any requests or any ideas of what you want to hear on the radio, or even, you know, uh, even a podcast idea, give us, send us a message, send us an email, uh, get a hold of us, let us know what you want to hear. Yeah, we still talk, we keep talking about doing another happy hour with Howden, but I think after a full day's, uh, a full week's work, we don't really want to get on, get online, you know, at like six o'clock on a, on a Friday night, but we may have to do that pretty soon just to, to have some fun, bring some guys on to chat about. We've always cut, talked about doing one with all the karting photographers, the guys that we see, you know, at the track week in and week out, we'll still look at potentially doing that. We've got more industry roundtables coming up. I know, David, we are planning here for this week. Uh, I have Greg Jasperson lined up for Wednesday uh, from Cup Carts North America. They've had their first race already in the books. We can talk about how that went, how things look for the remainder of the schedule. And, of course, talk about the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals in October. We're both looking forward to that. And then I think a really interesting one, I'm going to get myself up to speed on it tomorrow. But Thursday, we're planning on talking to the folks from Racing for Vets, which is a fantastic program that offers racing opportunities for veterans uh, suffering from uh, PTSD. So I, it's, it's going to be – I'm going to kind of sit back and let them talk about the program because I think it's something that probably hasn't got enough exposure for what they're doing right now. But it'll be a great opportunity to talk to them on on face-to-face uh, on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be interesting to learn more about it because, again, yeah. there's there's all these different programs. Like as we saw – in the uh, the I believe it was uh, wheels I can't I can't remember the name of it but the 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 uh, handicap adaptable uh, carts so so people who are in wheelchairs being able to drive that so it's it's interesting there's all these little small little different programs so it'll be cool to to, to hear what racing for vets uh, is able to do because I'm sure somebody in in a different region of the country will want to will, will hear it and want to do something like that for their own. Di- even their own cart, their club, or 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 just the region that they're in. I totally agree. And again, that's something that they've done in Ohio that we're going to talk a lot about. And that's, again, e- pretty easy, I think, to probably uh, take that and impl- implement it at your club and your region, whatever it may be. So again, folks, this is uh, essentially a wrap here for this week in carding. Lots more content coming out. The face-to-face shows are all live on Facebook. We then take that and upload it to YouTube. Then we turn it into a podcast as well. So lots of different places consume our content on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the EKN Radio Network app, and make sure you subscribe uh, to the EKN uh, podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, whatever it may be. Great opportunity to to, uh, take in all the content that we kick out here on a weekly basis. David Cole, we are done here on this weekend carding, and just seriously, the countdown is on. We got to get back to the racetrack. The crazy thing for me, my my first kart race that I'll be back at, is going to be battle at the brickyard. Wow, that well, unless you do venture out of your of your loft and actually get to the cart tracks that are now open in your area, potentially you know. this week. Yeah, okay. well, I can't go to the track because it, because it, you, you can't go, you can't go to watch, right? Unless I'm part of a team. So I I, I guess I could go to be a, a, a journalist. I think maybe they they allow me to be there. Why can't you go as a competitor? Well, that's true too. I don't have a cart right now, but that I could probably maybe I could source one i'd like to do a little bit of driving that'd be fun i'm sure i'm sure there's somebody out there willing to let you race their cart for a weekend without it. probably true that's probably true all right bud anything else are we good to go no i got a haircut so i'm ready for next face to face uh you know i got some golfing in um my back's a little sore from that and doing some yard work uh you know that's the great thing about this time i've been able to really focus my efforts on yard you know, I'm, I'm that old guy who wants his, his lawn to look great and keep the kids off of it. And uh, you're down there, like with your tweezers, making sure everything's exactly perfect. I wish I could, but man, I'm cutting I, in diagonal. So it looks like, uh, I, you know, like a baseball field. I don't have that time, but I did. Yes, I do. I do alter my direction that I mow the lawn. I don't do a diagonal. I hate people who do it diagonal. That's not your guess. Because that's, that's like, are, it's like, what are you, a professional? Come on. Yeah, come on. Just, just go up David, and down. Some, just some people go, take pride in their lawn, Dave. Go up and down or go left to right, one or the other. You know, <laughs> don't, don't do diagonal. Come on. I don't even have a lawn, which is great. I love it. 
zero lawn here. I have a grill too, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I, don't even, I don't have a grill. Oh, I, I heard a laugh on my back. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I wish I had a grill. That's <laughs> that kind of sucks. We'll get at it pretty soon. I, I did. Know. Oh, my friend does have a uh, the Blackstone, right? And he's yeah. talking. He was talking about Smash Burgers. I said, "Oh, my my boss does it the best." I said, oh, "I was talking about the caramelized onion." He was his mouth was watering. So <laughs> I may have him come down to uh, to the uh, Cup Carts Grand Nationals just to uh, just to enjoy some Smash Burger from you. Well, we've got Ryan Pickering lined up to help us out there as well, uh, racer extraordinaire, but also a veteran of the Burger Study in St. Elmo's uh, Steakhouse. So Ryan's going to help us out. We'll have a couple of different going weeks because we smashed 150 burgers at our first Burger Smash, uh, raised $4,000 for Rally Kids, but in two hours you did 150 burgers. We'll uh, we'll try to double that this year with some more help. And we'll <laughs> one thing we'll do though, David, I've been thinking about this: when you buy your ticket, you're going to buy a ticket for a certain time. So people aren't going to be lining up for like an hour. You either come at six or six fifteen or six thirty, whatever it may be. That way, we don't have a big lineup. I think that'll be better. That'll help, and yeah, and and then and then no special requests too. That no special requests. No, no yeah. more special requests. That's right. so. When we sell a ticket, it's as as is. You can pick everything off of it if you want. That's exactly right. You get it. If you don't like it, don't buy a ticket. Yeah. Or you can just <laughs> buy a ticket and not eat it. It's all about just trying to raise money for Rally Kids. Anyways, four grand we raised last year. I was pretty happy with that. That was awesome. We'll try to get even more than that this year. All right, folks, we're going to wrap things up here on the EKN Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. We'll have another This Week in Karting in about a week, week and a half time. Like we said, we're going to be going racing here pretty soon. We hope that you are, are enjoying yourself. If you're out racing already, David and I are jealous. Know that. Yes, for sure. We are super jealous. We look forward to getting on the track. Both of us first race at least officially now unless i get into something earlier or dave gets in something earlier will be the usac battle at the brickyard looking forward to that one i also plan to get behind the wheel at the quincy grand prix i'm gonna be announcing with randy kugler there what else we got david uh rock island grand prix potentially uh on track there as well uh there's another race what, what race cup, cup carts north, oh, america. north america i thought there's another one i thought that i was going to potentially do as well we'll see we'll see i'd like to be able to get in my vintage cart once this year too that'd be fun but we'll see what happens. That's Newcastle this weekend. Too bad you can't get across the border. Man, I actually can get across the border. I think I can fly. I just can't drive right now. So that's the first. I'll be booking flights tomorrow for Road America for the Road to Indy and then heading to California. Hey, oh man, heading to California. Maybe I can get a club race there. Maybe a Tri C race. Now we're talking. Make sure you say time. hi to Mike Smith for me. <laughs> I just got to get some seat time so I can take on David Cole. 10 years my junior. Never beat me. Never. Ever have you beat me? Ever. 2020 is an unprecedented year, Rob. <laughs> That's very true, David. Stranger things have happened in 2020. All right, folks. That's David Cole. My name's Rob Howe. Thanks for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. Book it. <laughs>